Crosstalk Radio is sponsored in part by Love Work Recording Studios. Whether you need recording or mixing and mastering services, Love Work is all about quality and customer service. Check them out at theloveworkstudios.com or give them a call at 678-953-2170. Yo, 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 it's your boy E-Hud, man, and I'm here on Crosstalk Radio with my boy Steph Swig and Big Pudge. Yeah. Uh. Crosstalk Radio in the building. We got Big Pudge in the house. Steph Swig in the building. Like here we go, here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game mode. Lord, we on the air to let them know. know. We got our own station now. Talking about the way the world is now. On the air, like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game mode. Lord, we on the air to let them know. We got our own station now. Talking about the way the world is. Call talk with this radio. Conversations about the high low. It's big push and steps with two bold brothers. Kick it down, you know. Engage listeners on topic discussions to bring questions. We got real issues that need solutions. We got so many people that need deliverance. From ISO to the church doors. Ain't no more keeping our eyes closed. All these elephants in the room. It's time to take the time out with the broom. Instead of sweeping all these issues up under the rug. It's time we unify and penetrate with God's love. From spiritual to political. From astrology to science. From theologian to the Vatican. Let's believe in things that's happening. This ain't your average ordinary radio show. Worldwide blessed by the guy who makes the sun glow. A show that promises to engage listeners in objective conversations and share scriptural truths that transcends one's emotions personal opinions and preferences as a means to provide practical solutions and answers to real issues that affect real people by discussing a variety of diverse topics and provide thought-provoking answers to questions that we thought we knew the answers to. I just want to talk about stuff people don't want to talk about nowadays. I want to address the elephants in the room. I want to be thought-provoking, open-minded. We on the air like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game more. Lord, we on the air to let them know. Got our own station now, talking about the way the world is now. On the air, like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game. Oh Lord, we on the air to let them know. Let them know. We got our own station now, talking about the way the world is now. Welcome to Cross Talk Radio. This is your man Steph Swig. This is your man Big Pudge. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. We love it. We love it. We love it. Yo, we got a great show for you today. It's promised we finally get back on track. Punch promises like three weeks ago. We're going to talk about tattoos and Jesus having markers with those tattoos. Yeah. void out what it says in Leviticus 19.28. So since it's dear to punch, I'm going to let him start off with this show. And I'm going to just jump in and chime in when I can. All right, bam. You notice how he said Leviticus 19.28? Bam. So here's this right here. Got it off of uh, Bible study tools. Many Christians use the Bible verse Leviticus 19.28. <laughs> It'll be the first one they come with. Do not cut your bodies for the dead or put, and this says tattoo marks, but in the, it doesn't say tattoo in the uh, King James and the New King James versions. Because that word wasn't invented. Exactly, then. exactly. Or uh, marks on yourself as proof that getting a tattoo is a sin. However, if you look at scripture in the context, you'll see the Bible doesn't really address or say anything about our modern day concept of tattoos. As tattoos grow, and popularity each year, it makes sense that most Christians wonder what the Bible has to say about tattoos. The short answer is that the Bible does not say anything clear 
and direct about tattoos. Leviticus 19.28 verses literally translates, and a cutting for the dead you will not make in your flesh and writing marks you will not make on you. I am the Lord. The word writing refers to inscribed or engraved symbols slash words and is used only here. It sounds like tattoo, though. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Tattoo. And like I said, I'm reading all this. I, cause just because I'm reading the article, people, doesn't mean that these are my words and I'm agreeing with what's being said. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just reading the article because I'm like, because gotcha. in my eyes, um, you know, a tattoo, you're drawn on your skin. So it's still it's still a form of cutting if you ask me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just using the word draw. So, and unless unless you um uh pull out your strongs, and that um word means something other than marking your physical body. Yeah. Then drawings, cuttings, mm-hmm. it's all it's all in the same. It's all in yeah. the same boat. <clears throat> um, where about symbol words? And it's used only here. The word for marks also used here alone has an uncertain root. So we're not really sure what the word means. For and if I would say, people, if you have a strong concordance, go to that and read that right there. So to find out for yourself if that word "mark" is actually mm-hmm. um, as far as like markings, cuttings. Further, the word "tattoo" did not either enter into English language until the late 1700s. This is probably why the KJV, written in the early 1600s, is closer to the literal translation saying, ye shall not print marks upon you. The background to this law was that Israel, after being rescued from slavery, was between Egypt and Canaan. Recent archaeology indicates that while Egypt did tattoo, it was limited to women. Evidence suggests that tattooing the body parts of women associated with fertility, breast, thighs, and abdomen, was believed to be a good luck charm to protect the birthing process and Canaan evidence indicates that instead of marking the body with ink, more extreme sacrification measures like branding, slashing, or gashing the skin were used. Archaeology backed by biblical texts indicates the Canaanites, which uh, customarily slashed their bodies for ritualistic purposes. And you can find that in uh, 1 Kings 18.28 especially to mourn their dead and honor their gods. Leviticus 19.28 seems to imply this when it says, you will not make cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor put marks on you. What do you think about that? I agree uh, with the sentiment. I was just thinking as you was reading. When you read the Bible, you still have to read it with the understanding that some things are written. Understand the reason why certain things are written. Mm -hmm. Some things were written specifically for specific people during that time, considering something in that conti- uh, that time frame. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not one people want to take stuff out of the Bible, but you still have to understand how it was written and what in the context. What I'm saying is, who are they talking to when they're talking about that? Exactly. You know, it wasn't just for every. Sometimes people look at the Bible like it says everything for everybody, but we don't have any slaves now. You know, it doesn't. Uh-huh. It doesn't have. We don't have any indentured service now, so it can't. Mm-hmm. So, so those things are obsolete. Mm-hmm. Not the Bible itself, just certain things that they're talking about. Right. So you have to understand who they're talking to and why they said certain things in order to understand it. Mm-hmm. And so, but I also look at that scripture and it said Leviticus nineteen twenty eight is talking about do not mark your body for the dead. I, when I'm when I'm doing tattoos or when I get tattoos, I'm not marking for anything that's dead at all. Right. So if, right. if, if, if tattoos is wrong, then I'm wrong. But if it, if it's not wrong, at least I'm not cutting myself for the dead. Right. Right. And so, but yeah, I also read and studied on that on that early, earlier this year. 
and I got some of the same information. Most of it was about tattoos being a form of branding people mm-hmm. or marking slaves. Yeah, and so, which they were back yeah. then. And so I think that might be why yeah. they were talking about do not do this, because it, it rep- might have represented slavery back then. Right, right. And so, I, I, I know, um, and even if you go back into the Roman days, um, that is how... Uh, that is how you knew what house you belonged to, mm. like what slave, what house they, like the house of House of Harnigan. You know, saying you would yeah. have a certain brand on. Like it's like when they shipped you off, when you became, when they, you were bought off, they mm. branded you and shipped you yeah. to whatever house you worked for. So it's like uh, back in the Roman days, it's like when they wanted to recognize you, they would ask you, "Where's mm. your brand?" You know, what I'm saying. So yeah. uh, uh, I agree wholeheartedly with, with everything you were saying. It's um, I'm actually uh, did not know. Um, the the background history of you know uh, I knew background history about the brand and the slaves but yeah. between the Israelites and the, and, and the Canaans and mm-hmm. um, the the tattooing for the, like tattooing and then branding you know what I'm saying for Egypt and Canaan I didn't know yeah. all that and then you know it was limited for women I didn't know the women so, part either yeah so and then um and then I didn't know that it was some form of a good luck charm to protect the birthing process mm-hmm. right so I would understand where they got the tattoos at but I just didn't know that that was what it was actually for. Mm-hmm. So the uh, in the light of this information from Egypt and Canaan, it would seem God was forbidding sacrification, not tattooing as we know it. With this said, while there may be no clear passage in the Bible addressing tattoos, this is hardly a license for unrestrained tattooing. You still need to think before you ink. True. <laughs> right. I agree. Me too. Especially... You know, because you, you, you are branding your body and whatever you're putting on your body, unless you have the money to get it, laser, laser, uh, laser removed. removed. I heard that's painful and it's expensive. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about the pain, but I know it's expensive. Mm. I, I know it's expensive. Uh, you know, you should be mindful. You know, people walking around me, you know, it, it, it's just that I, I think a lot of people brand their bodies, you know, especially early on, young mm. in life, yeah. not realizing 30 years from now, you're going to look at that tattoo and be mm. like, I can't believe I actually put that on my skin. Especially if it's a if it's a person's name. I see people that have oh to have to cross gosh. it out, they have yes. to c- cover it in, fill right. it in. I'm right. not getting anybody's name tattooed on me other than like God or or Jesus or something like that. Right. But I won't be nobody I'm messing with. Right. So they so they did uh they did uh first Corinthians ten thirty one. So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And that's how I look at that, too, when yeah. it comes to my tattoos. When I got my tattoos, I was one of the people who didn't think you're supposed to get tattoos because religion tells you you're not supposed to. Church mm-hmm. folks say you're not supposed to get tattoos. So uh-huh. I started seeking it for myself and praying. Right. And uh, when God allowed me to do it, I was like, you know, for me to get a tattoo, I'm going to get something at least godly. So I got a cross, and I got, like, John 14 and 6 on there. Yeah. Then I got a sanctuary tattoo to, re- to represent my commitment to the sanctuary vision. So right. all my tattoos mean something spiritual. <clears throat> right. And see, yeah. I was one of the ones where young... Uh, so you got the other kind of kind. Yeah, I got the other, I got the other kind. You know, you got the it, love and hate on your knuckles. No, nah, no, nah, not the love and hate. I wasn't going through that phase. <laughs> I got a, um, my 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 first one was in like '92. I wasn't even I hadn't even graduated out of high school yet. Yeah. And my best friend had just started learning how to do tattoos from the army, so I was pretty much like his guinea pig. Oh wow! You know, to try out and uh, and it was like um, but but it was a, a crown. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a crown with a ribbon going through. You know, what I'm saying yeah. with my name on it. So I'm, I mean, I was calling myself a king back in high school. So you know, what I'm saying so mm-hmm. pretty much that's what the, it represented. And the yeah. other one 
was my music. So it, it, it has a purpose to it. Yeah. It just wasn't like, um, I wasn't thinking about God, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a spiritual purpose. Like, okay. of course, my music, I got the microphone with the hand holding it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, that was like strictly to my music as a reminder to no matter what I go through in life, don't ever give up. Oh, wow. So, okay. so, um, but, um, that I, I, the only reason why I read First Corinthians ten thirty one because it was at the bottom of that article, mm-hmm. as in to say, if you are going to brand your body, whatever it is you do, do it for the glory of yeah, God. Yeah, I you agree. Know what I'm saying? I agree. So I mean, I don't. And uh, two shows ago, when uh, what, what I don't even remember what topic we were talking about when I was reading the verse in Revelation and is what even made me. I was talking about Jesus. King of Kings, Lord of Lords. I have no idea. I know we did denial last. The last show we did was denial, but what the heck was the last one? Before that one. I don't know. I can look it up for you. All right. So the show that um, where this originally came from is because there's a scripture, and uh, I believe it's Revelations, where it's talking about the second coming. Yeah, it's Revelation 19.16. Well, Revelation 19.16. It's talking about the second coming. And there's one specific passage where it talks about uh, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, uh, coming back, and he has a brand on his inner thigh. Uh, I think it's inner thigh. It's on his thigh, and mm. it says, in his brand, it says, King of King, Lords mm. of Lords. So that made me spark the conversation about tattoos because I've seen so many people use Leviticus 19.28 when it comes to branding your body, and... It's almost like a, it's not an oxymoron, but it's like a, a a contradictive. If people are taking that scripture and saying, "Don't mark yourself," but Jesus Himself, who was coming back for the second time, has a brand, which, if you ask me, I think is more painful than a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, just speaking, but a brand actually branded on his actual skin. So, you know, every, I've had a couple of debates with this before, and when I bring it up, people laugh at me or really think I'm crazy when I when I debunk or re rebut, you know what I'm saying, Leviticus 19 with Jesus having a brand on his actual thigh. All right. So the episode you're referring to is the one, I can't believe we forgot about it, <laughs> but uh, it was uh, Where Do You Go When We when, when we Die? That's oh. what we were talking about. When you, do you go straight to heaven? Do you go straight oh. to hell? Do you wait for right. judgment okay. day? That's the one we talked about, and that makes sense because we went to Revelations on that, right. and it was like, that's when you got excited about that scripture. Right, okay. So I'm going to read the scripture since you brought it up, unless you want to read it. No, no, go ahead, okay. go ahead, go ahead. All right, well, what he's referring to is Revelations uh, chapter 19, verse 16, and it says, On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's what it says. On his robe and on his thigh. On his thigh. That's the NIV version. I'm going to go to the King, King James version. Mm-hmm. Just give it to the, 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 the traditional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, what does the KJV say? Let's see what it says. KJV says, and, on, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. All right, so and just to let you, you you Bible folks know who love the KJV, that is not how they talked back then. No, how if that yeah. made it, that was not how they talked back then. Just to let y'all know that. Mm-hmm. You said Revelations nineteen sixteen. <clears throat> yep. So Revelation, that's what it says. But it says written. Doesn't say engraved. Doesn't say tatted. Doesn't say branded. So it's kind of hard. Again, on that to me, on that one, it's kind of vague too. Yeah, but when you use the word engraved, like like my like 
the definition of engraved, like you're you're taking some form of sharp object. Yeah, no, I'm saying it didn't say engraved. It just, oh, it didn't it say says, engraved. It, says, okay. yeah, it was written. That's all. It was written. It doesn't say whether it was engraved, branded, or whatever. Right. So to me, it's still. Still doesn't yeah. give you like that. that it doesn't that give you a concrete. Answer, yeah. it, it doesn't give you a concrete answer on. And see, I, I want. I wish I had my strongs because it, all you gotta do is look up a certain word in that passage, and it'll tell you, you know, mm-hmm. what what it actually meant. How, however, um, like the little article said, if you still like, I still still be conscious of what it is that you mark your body with. Yeah, you know, because it would just be. I would think that most people would have a meaning behind whatever it is that they're marking their bodies with, especially uh, except a fashion statement or something just looking hot. You like lips on your neck, <laughs> like them kissing lips on people's yeah, necks. I've, I've seen, seen that. All on, those stars. I've and... seen that on dudes' necks. Yeah, I, and it's I, I always do it. it's always a, a a wonder because I mean I don't know. I'm, no well, judgment here, but I yeah, just no judgment. It. I mean I'm just you know I just look, think it looks weird. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, mean, with I don't want. Tattoos. I don't want no huge. Uh, red lipstick lips on the side of my neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's just that's just me personally. But you, you know, you, people, everybody has their their own preference. Yeah, but I don't know what the meaning is. I like I think tribal tattoos are dope though. Yeah, they are. But anyway, man, back to uh... <laughs> my, my my whole point is that you know saying okay, so the New King James version and he has on his robe and on his thigh name written King of Kings, Lord of Lords. So yeah. my my. My whole point is that <clears throat> to me that scripture just it just debunks it just debunks yeah. you know what I'm saying simply because we're not talking about uh I heard uh Eddie Griffin uh on, on an interview the other day talk about how man wrote the Bible. Mm-hmm. So to a certain extent you need to always have a question mark about what it is you're reading because man put his own feelings and emotions and how they felt about what their experience and then put it on paper and mm-hmm. we call this the Bible. Yeah. So when it comes to certain things in the Bible where it says that, you know what I'm saying, this was, uh, this is either Jesus talking or it's God talking yeah. or it says this is exactly what he had on or what he wore. Those are things that to me are, you can't combat them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is one of the scriptures to me you can't combat. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Because this is, and this they saying that this was actually on his a- actual skin. This is not like uh, Peter mm-hmm. or John or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, having an epiphany and writing it down. Yeah. Something they saw in a vision. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, the revelation. Yeah, it is, it is, well, technically, revelation is, is a vision. It's a, a vision. It's a prophecy yeah. of what is to still to come. Mm-hmm. You know, just to. I'm glad me and you both jumped on that right quick. Yeah. It, might, it might confuse a whole lot of people. Yeah, just wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but my whole point is, is uh, when it comes to tattoos, I have two. Um, I got three. And I'm definitely getting more. You I want to get more since I figure out what I want to get. Yeah, and that only reason why it's been, I mean, my last tattoo was in 96. I ain't have gotten one since. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm, it's because I'm, I, I want something that's very meaningful. Now. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that I actually, and it's, and it's going to be, um, it's definitely going to be all praise. Like that. Actually, what I want is is something that is uh is actually. Nah, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm a t- I'll tell you off the air. I'm gonna get oh, somebody okay. my whole idea. Okay, I got you. Wearing my tag, you know what I'm saying? Like I, said, I just want something that means something to me. Even if it's just something that means something specifically to me, or I just want something to represent. Uh, God, like I got honestly, my first two tattoos, I got, I got them kind of as, as a witnessing tool. So mm-hmm. I wanted people to ask me about my tattoo. What does it say above your tattoo? Yeah. What does that mean? Unfortunately, I've only had that question like twice. 
Dang! <laughs> I thought I would get Wait it. Wait a minute, where is the tattoo? I got, I got one on my arm right here. Uh-huh. I got this one on my wrist, but it has a three, it rep, it has a three pins. Oh, right, the, uh, right. The three pins of Nell Christ well, the cross. Well, see, the one on the arm, you, you, I mean, it's a cross. Everybody yeah. wears, you know, yeah, a cross. Yeah, that's true, so that's true. That one right there, it, you, you have to look at it to even realize yeah. what yeah. it is, because it's in a, it's in a prime spot. Yeah. To, to catch people's attention. Yeah, that's the money changing hands. I figure every time I'm changing money and shaking hands. That's, hey, that's smart. That mean? That, that's smart. That's so, smart. But I only had it happen once, and I was, getting, I was getting a biscuit at Martin's, and the lady's like, what does that mean? I was like, oh, that's the, that's the three pins and nail Christ in the cross. Oh, I figured it meant something like that. Uh, and that was it. She gave my biscuit, I, I kept it moving. Like, and so, <laughs> she gave my biscuit, I kept yeah, it moving. That's all, that's the only exchange I ever had. I was hoping everybody was like, yo, what's that mean? Like, that's what it means, Jesus, da 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 da. Because right, it's right. kind of a double meaning because it's the, it's the same logo for the sanctuary. So I kind of tell them what the sanctuary is, and mm-hmm. then, and then I, but mostly I just tell them it's the three pins that represents nails and nail Christ of the cross. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, from my experience, if you get a tattoo as a witness to great heart moment, but uh, doesn't doesn't hasn't really been that effective for me lately, right? Or so, ever, right? So <laughs> I, I guess if the tattoo was a lot bigger, then it probably Maybe. would. I might just have to give us says, ask me about Jesus or something. Ask me about my faith. Ask me what I believe. You know. <laughs> That, just, a, just a straight billboard for uh, talking about Christ or something. Right. That, 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 that would be hilarious right there. Dude, was Jesus black? Is it the white man's religion? All, all these questions, that is, these are stem-up conversations. Oh, man. Is, is, is the white man really the blue-eyed devil? You know? So, anyway. <laughs> like we tell you when it comes to the Bible, um, I believe every word is infallible in the Bible, but also... Like I said before, is I think some things were meant for specific people at specific times, but for, for specific situations. Mm-hmm. And I definitely or always say, always say, lean to God for your understanding and the Holy Spirit. Ask him to lead you in the direction you need to go. Because the Bible says do not lean to your own understanding, so follow him and he will make your path straight. Right. So if it's things like that, go to God about it. Don't even come to me and pudge about it. I mean, I can tell you what I believe and what I've been what I've been shown, but to each his own with that. Again, yeah. like what God might tell Pudge to do in his marriage, might so. it might tell me to do something totally different in my marriage. Right. So everybody's right. different. God knows our specific needs, our specific ideals, who we're going to come in contact with. So just, just take that, you know, just read it for yourself. If you feel convicted on it, by any means, don't do it. If it's even for stuff that's, that don't convict other people, if you're convicted on in your in your personal intimate relationship with Christ, then you're not supposed to do it anyway. Yeah, and that that that's to me that's monumental right there. What you just yeah. said, as far as like if you feel the personal conviction, you shouldn't be doing it. It's uh, it's just like um, if you are on your way to church and you stand and look at your outfit in the mirror and you get that sense like, like uh. Either damn, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? And you fine because you, you see them ladies. If you fine because you see how all your curves is poking out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> then you should change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, that's the wrong dress for the setting that you're trying to walk into. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, but, um, if you, it's really, I, I made the point to say, if you feel, if you look in the mirror and you and you question mm-hmm. your outfit because of where you're about to be, then most likely you should change because you had to question it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things where it's being conservative uh, in everything you do. Even um, even certain people, you know, who want uh, certain tattoos to, to be uh, ministerial tools. Think about, you know, where you're going to get it in whatever field of work you're in. Yeah. Because you can't get in there your genitals if you call it the witness to. You're only going to be able to witness to. Well, actually, if it's a witness to this on your genitals, <laughs> if people see it, it's going to be some bigger issues. I mean, big issues. You know what I'm so, saying? Yeah, like, you might how- want to put it on your wrist, bicep, tricep, you know, calf, something like that. Something that, something that you can see without being indecent. Right. Not on right. your butt cheek, not a tramp stamp. 
Just being real. Right. And then the thing about this is don't get it to where, don't get it anywhere where they've already had, like, bad names for where you get it. Like, you know, the tram stamp area, yeah. that would be the wrong place. <laughs> the cleavage. Me, me, that would just be, I wouldn't even be trying to get a tattoo there at all just because it's it's called the tram stamp. Yeah, I, I I would never get one there. You know, I, and if, you know, if, and I always think girls get them there. I, I would never. Yeah, get, as, a, then, as a grown man, I could not justify that for myself. Well, I don't know if I could justify it for another grown man. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I I can't, I <laughs> get cannot the, get the tattoo right there. Nah, I don't I don't know. You know, saying mm-hmm. if, if that would even look. Uh, and if you get one in a different language, make sure you really know what it oh, means. Oh, yes. I've heard stories. Yeah, make sure you know what it means. I've heard stories where people have gotten uh, tattoos with uh, Japanese or Chinese yeah, It looks cool as all out, though. Yeah, and then they went somewhere where, where somebody's from that culture and found out that, you know what I'm saying, like one, I think this girl, she said uh, she thought it meant... Uh, True love or or deep love, mm-hmm. and and it meant um, it meant uh, ass or donkey. <laughs> yeah, so like I she said. said, the lady she came in the shop and the lady was looking at her tattoo and the lady looked at her tattoo and bust out laughing. Wow. And that's why she asked the lady, like, why'd you look at my... She's like, nobody's never looked at my tattoo and laughed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and she was like, you know... That sign means ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, like, yeah, so please know. <laughs> yo, that is crazy. That is crazy. So me and Pudge agreed at the beginning of this show. It was a short topic, so we really like, if it ends shorter than our usual 45 minutes, like, it's cool. We could just, uh, we'll just end the show when, it, when we're done with the tattoo topic. Right. But since I got a little extra time, since we still got about 20 minutes before I want to, you know, before we before you in our you know start breaking regs for long shows, mm-hmm. I want to give people a preview of some of the topics we got coming up, and get punch previews because we didn't discuss this yeah, at all. Yeah, because you discussed this at all. <laughs> look, 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 look. But let me. But before you segue to that, let me read this. Go ahead. Uh, and I'm read. I just been pull up another article. Uh, I'm ready to let these topics out, man, because okay. these are topics people have asked me to talk about. You know how we always do the thing, yo, emails, let us know what you want us to talk about. So someone hit me up with these topics. I got three topics, but uh, I'll talk about it when you're done with your, uh, whatever this is you're doing. What, okay. what, what are you doing? Um, trying to go further into the tattoos because I saw archaeology, like, you know, you know, you start talking about history, you know, when I saw um, that, you know, Canaan... And the Israelites, you know what I'm saying, being branded and stuff, it took mm-hmm. me somewhere. So <clears throat> this guy named Chevalis, uh, he thinks that this might be behind the taboo and tattoo. Well, that's not what I'm going to read. Tattooing and insignia of ownership was perhaps condemned in Leviticus because it reminded them the Israelites of their past. Bam! I said that earlier. I said slavery. I said slavery. I said a form of bonding. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. After all, they had just spent the last four centuries as slaves in (laughs) Egypt. (laughs) You was on it. You was on it, man. You was on it. (laughs) Where tattooing was also used as a sign of slavery. No longer considered slaves, the Israelites now were prohibited to mark their bodies with permanent signs of servitude to former masters. This does not, this did not have to be, uh, implicit, implicitly articled to them. 
No one need no one no one need ask prison inmates why they shed their orange jumpsuits when they are no longer incarcerated. So pretty much what he said at the tail end of that is it's not like no one no one wanted no one's pretty much wrote down in history when they mm. were freed mm. they started branding themselves like with their own brands instead of yeah. unbranding you know what I'm saying yeah, so Damn, that's a dope post man you know when you read now I was thinking that's a that's a spiritual thing too mm-hmm. it's like saying when you're out of a situation <laughs> you don't have to have that mindset or think about the situation you come from you don't have to act like what you came from right. you know I'll just think about it as you talk about right. it especially even with the analogy of the Johnson's like right. you're out of prison why are you wearing that you out of bondage. Why are you thinking about that? Why are you acting like you're still in that situation? Right. You done moved out of the hood. Why are you, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's all right. kinds of different scenarios, but like when you get moved from something, you know, you can't change. Be free from it. Right. Oh, I might, I might bite the pissing people off. This dude, Chevalis, uh, it's his article I'm reading. He's a free thinker. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes three of us. Uh, no, but I don't mean free thinking as in the Kanye West free thinking. Uh, yeah, that's a little <laughs> too free. Yeah, that's what I was mean when I was I got you, I got you. Because <laughs> he says that there might be a positive reference to tattoos in the Bible. He says Isaiah 44, 5. What's that say? It says the one, this one will say, I am the Lord's, another will be called by the name of Jacob. Yet another will write on the hand of the Lord's and adopt the name of Israel. It said, he says, by writing God's name on his hand, the Israelite in Isaiah 44, 5 was willingly, was willingly proposing to become a servant of God. At least in this case, it seems that tattooing was acceptable because the person was marking himself as belong to God of Israel. That yeah, was just, I'm like I said, just there, an article. This there you is, go. Yeah. I mean. Found some kind of. I've never heard anything positive. Anybody direct anything positive when mm-hmm. it comes to tattoos out of the Bible. So stop judging folks for having tattoos in your church, people. That's what, that's yeah, what it goes down to. Especially, especially when some of them tattoos can actually do uh, draw people in. Yes, except for mine. Mine doesn't. Unless you're at Martin's Biscuits. <laughs> Because there's only been two people. Yeah, the one person. And how many years have you had that tattoo? Shoot, I think about this is my third year. I think it's going on my third year having it. <laughs> And it's on my wrist. It's never covered. And I've never had any questions. I was hoping to get questions. Oh, my God. But it's, it's funny, man. But anyway, so what I want to get. What episodes we got coming up? Episodes we got coming up, I don't know yet, but I can tell you the topics. I don't know which one. Well, that's what I mean. Topics, topics. So the one I still want to do, I still want to do, I still want to talk about, talk about ghosts, but I still haven't had the time or energy to really research that in depth yet to have a, a, quali- a quality show on Crosstalk with it yet. But I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, I had a suggestion of one. Not me, but uh, like y'all hear us all the time. Hey, hit us up. Check us. Let us know what you think of the show. Tell us what you want us to talk about. So someone hit me up. Uh, Shouts to Eric for always tuning in with us and uh, giving us your feedback, bro. We really appreciate you all the time. He always he he'll always question something we post in our topics, or if he hears something on our show that he didn't agree with, or he agree with him, he'll hit uh-huh. me and ask a question, and then we always discuss it off off air. And thing. Uh-huh. it's really cool. I appreciate the feedback. That's what's up. And he always hit me up every now and then with these topics. So he's a real um, reactive reactive person with the show he interacts with us really really good mm-hmm. so here, here's what he sent me he said here's a topic to be considered on the show narcissist and narcissistic abuse it's a deep topic and a great deal of people are affected by it. i never thought about that did I. but uh it's worth it's worth talking yes, about it is. you know so it we, is. actually i was talking about narcissism with, uh, <laughs> narcissistic people are hilarious <laughs> because you do you know what narcissism is yeah it's when people just always think about themselves yeah so yeah. having a conversation with a narcissistic narcissistic person 
is really it can be frustrating or it can be hilarious. Like if you go on through something, you talk to a narcissistic person, they're gonna take your situation and tell you all about their situation. Uh-huh. They ain't tell you no more. They're gonna cut it's you off. It's all gonna be about them. All about them, always. So anyway, but that's definitely a topic we got. We got you, Eric. I appreciate you check, uh, tuning in and hitting us up. Um, I had someone else giving me a topic. Brandy uh, gave me this topic yesterday, and she says uh, we should talk about fate. Does fate cancel out free will? Fate, fate that cancels out free will. She's, the question was: Does fate cancel out free will? If you're destined to do something, does that eliminate free will? Because I've always, I've always, I get those questions all the time mm-hmm. about free will. Do we really have free will if you're destined to do something? You okay. know, so that's a good topic. I got some stuff I want to share on that one too. But yeah, yeah that's what she's that, saying. That's you're, actually really deep. If you're fated to do something, does that cancel out your free will? Because if it's fate, then no matter what you do, theoretically speaking, you're mm-hmm. gonna end up where you're supposed to end up. Right. So that's a very good question. So yes, Brandy, we will top uh, tackle that. I don't know which the, what the next topic will be, but it's gonna be some of those topics and you know or whatever's going on that we feel like talking about. We might just come here and talk about movies again. I don't know. Okay. And divorce, we will be talking about divorce eventually. We'll be talking about divorce because I want to talk to people about actually who have because churches deal with a lot of times when churches they deal with families and couples. We about divorce, no, we did. We talked about grounds for divorce, but we haven't talked about divorce. Mm, we sure did. But I'm looking at it now because. <laughs> I, I'm reading a lot of articles and churches, you know, they, they, they'll talk about families. There's always a Christian family center or this and that. Mm-hmm. And Christian or not, people go through divorces. And so they need a place to welcome them in and not to feel so isolated when, they, when it's going through divorce. From what I've experienced, where people, I've seen people experience, you know, you can be isolated when you're going through divorce. So I really want to talk about that at the given time. Mm-hmm. And so that's on my heart to talk about for some specific reason today that me and Pudge can discuss off the air. But, right, uh, right. But either way, um, I, we will be talking about it because uh, I really want to dive into it and minister to people who, who have been divorced or who are going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's all I got, Pudge. You got anything? Cause I know we got the shout-outs, but you got anything you nah, want to tap nah, on this nah, topic? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just excited to uh, get to these rest of these episodes. Me too, because... Uh, like I said, sometimes my, my, my uh, topic bank be on zero. Then we do episodes. Then we get five more topics to do. So we never run out of topics. Right. So anyway, yo, um, if, again, if y'all want to uh, check us out, hit us up. <clears throat> Crosstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Hit us up Crosstalk uh, Podcast. Or hit us up Crosstalk with a K at buzzsprout.com. That's our main site. Or you can check us out on iTunes or TuneIn. It's always Crosstalk with a K. Hit us on Facebook, Crosstalk with a K. Everything is with a K with Crosstalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, um, I got some more shout outs, but before I get that one, thank everybody for always tuning in. Everybody's tuning in. I want to thank you for sharing with your family and, and, and telling people about us and all the feedback we get. We do appreciate it. So definitely hit us up. Uh, we, we air the shows every Monday, but don't feel bad if you miss it on Monday. You can hear it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You can listen to them around the clock if you want to. We have enough episodes to last you a few months now at this point. Right. We got like 52, 53 episodes in. And you can go to buzzproud.com and check us out and hear any episode from our first episode to this episode today. Right. Uh, Pudge will give you a, give him your phone number, Pudge, so they can call you if they, if they have any. <laughs> he always got to do something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he always got to go there. Anyway, uh, anyway. Oh, my so, goodness. So shout, let me do a shout-out. Shout-out to Atlanta. Oh, you know what? Sorry. Back it up, back it up. Shout-out to my mom who's listening to Great Georgia. Always, first and foremost, I'm, How you I'm, doing, I'm on the front lines. Thank you, Mom, for always tuning in and supporting. shout the homegirl Brandy who tunes into every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to uh, Kanye's Alicia, always, always, and Kanye's listening to us. Shout out to my daughter November checking us out. 
Uh, shout out to Atlanta, Georgia, Eatonton, Georgia, Lawrenceville, Georgia, Blacksburg, Virginia, tuned in. Shout out to Stone Mountain, Georgia, Jonesboro, Georgia, Covington, Georgia, Conyers. I'm going to give a quick shout out to to uh, Tokyo because I know they're going to tune in. They haven't showed up on the website yet, but I know they're going to tune in. So shout out in advance for Tokyo. And special shout out to our new listeners because I know y'all are going to tune in after people he- after you hear about our shows and you discover us on Facebook and everywhere we are. So thank y'all for tuning in. I'm Steph Swig. I'm Big Punch. Cross Talk. Radio. Peace. Peace.